The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 172nd episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing updates with Battlefield 2042, Halo Infinite, and Call of Duty, Cold War, Warzone, and Vanguard. I think I got them all. Also, I will be doing a non-fanboy review of the Destiny Witch Queen expansion. Solus will be doing his review of Elden Ring. And finally, we'll wrap it up with what shows and movies we are watching. With that, we have a lot of ground to cover, so let's get right into the show. First up, well, only up, Solus Grimm. How you doing? What you drinking and what you playing? I'm doing good. I'm drinking V8 because I don't know why. I hate myself, I guess. And because you want to be healthy? Oh yeah, that's a thing. Weird. I actually like V8s. I only like low sodium V8. I would think I haven't had a V8 in, in a million years, but <laughs> to me, like it, I always think like a Bloody Mary should taste like a V8 that's alcoholic. And I, I was I was completely wrong about that. But I'm a scrub. Yeah, you are. But um, uh, let's see, uh, I've been playing Elden Ring, and that's all I've been playing, and that's all only game that exists anymore besides Monster Hunter. <laughs> that's that's what I hear. It's a hot one. It's a hot one. It had Balak, whose who's wallet is tighter than... Um... Boy, I want to make so many bad comments, I'm just not going to. <laughs> He's very cheap. He's very cheap, and he wound up... Uh leaving his one game he was in the middle of playing to go and buy Elden Ring. Could not resist. All right, so that's what you're playing, drinking. All right, we got that covered. Once again, my name is Jack. I am drinking a... Uh, right now, I'm drinking a Bass Ale because I thought it would be a nice, easy-going drink. Uh, unfortunately, for dinner, when I went out, I had Russian Rivers Pliny the Elder which is like a top 30 beer on Beer Advocate. It's a it's a double IPA, blah, blah, blah. It's supposed to be one of the greatest beers ever. Uh, first off, it's not a Russian-owned brewery. It's just it's a brewery out in California. I would not be drinking a Russian brew because uh, I am Ukrainian, or at least my last name is. So a little bit of bias there. Uh, second of all, it was all right. I, I I didn't think it would. It was a, a top thirty beer for me. I don't know. I just it tasted like a million other double IPAs. But then again, I'm unsophisticated and a. Uh, I don't know. It was all right. I drank it because it's impossible to get. So why the hell not? But anyway, so I'm drinking Bass Ale, and it's it's a completely different style beer. So I went from one beer that's all all the hops to another beer that has none of the hops. So go figure. So. Not only are you drinking an IPA, you're drinking a double IPA. Yes. So if you're not IPA enough, you get that extra IPA. Yes, they, they rank the beers on IBU. I forget what that stands for. I can look it up real quick, but I'm lazy. But that's 100. <laughs> it's like 100%. It's just all the hops. Yeah. 
weird. It wasn't. It wasn't actually that bad. You need help. Yeah, I tasted beer similar to it. So that good. All beers taste like Bud Light to me. No, you're, unless it's Guinness. You're wrong. Guinness tastes like oil. Now, Russian River Brewing Company makes a beer I absolutely love. It's called Damnation, and it's a Belgium-style beer, and it's a very easy-drinking beer, and it's like something like 10 11% that's going to knock you on your ass if you drink a few of them. That is excellent. I like that one, but I guess I'm more into the Belgium-style beers. Cool story, right? No. No. I am playing. Well, I'm not playing much Call of Duty. I kind of... I had to step away. Believe it or not. Finally. you I, I actually do believe it because I've seen you playing the new game. Well, new-ish. Yes. I have played some Call of Duty because, uh, you know, I, I still like Call of Duty. And, and uh, you know, I got to play with beers. I got to carry him through like, wins. and Yeah. I was about to say, you got to go make beers happy. Yes. And then Vikes and Fetal. Uh, going to make all those guys happy. I still do like Call of Duty, but I had to not play it every single night. So, yeah, I I got the new Destiny expansion, and I've been grinding away, and I've even gotten into uh, some of Valiant's uh, lobbies, and we played some. I'm not invited to the cool kids party, so I'm not invited to the uh, the hardcore Destiny nerds party, because apparently I'm not good enough, which is true. That's their mistake, because I am. I'm MLG. Anyway, so yes, that's what I've been playing. Uh, Let's move on into the show. The first thing we have up is our episode rant, and I have a good one. Um, I was hemming and hawing on what I was going to pick this week, and it was going to fall back into my pure hatred of the current state of gaming once again, but that's broken record shit. So I'm not doing that. I happened to watch a TV show today while working. uh, I watched Snowpiercer. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. It's the the stupid sci-fi show where the world's destroyed, frozen cold, and they're on this stupid train that goes around the world. And it's kind of like really a dumb show that I happen to watch, but it's more background noise while I'm working. It's kind of just something they kind of half pay attention to. Well, anyway, today they did what a lot of the TV shows do. And one of the things I completely hate is the Fever Dream episode where the main character uh, has like a massive decision to make. They need to do something and alter this, the current uh, trajectory, trajectory of the show. And before he makes a decision, he either gets wounded, knocked out in a coma, fever, this, that, or the other thing. But he's unconscious and has this craziest dream episode, the fever dream episode. And Snowpiercer had theirs today, and I lasted five minutes into the show before I had to just skip to the end where the the main character wakes up and makes his decision of what he's going to do. And it saved me probably about 45 minutes of just headache watching horrible TV. I I don't know why shows do this. They all do it. Like the Sopranos did this. They did this. And it was a big decision when Tony had to make a decision what he was going to do with um, his best friend that he was having issues with. Uh, every show seems to do this. I don't know why they do this. Does anybody actually even have fever dreams where they have to make life altering decisions? Like, Solus, have you ever had a fever dream? Woke up and said, I'm going to do this now. Uh, does waking up and deciding to brush your teeth for once count? Mm, no. 
No. Okay, then no, I don't think I have. That's a dumb logic. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? These fever dream, fever dream shows, right? I mean, you're. Oh yeah. And what do you think of them? I, I think it's dumb. It's like, oh, I had this most profound and epic dream. Now I must fulfill my destiny or do this or do that. It's like, no, you had a damn dream. Shut the hell up. Go back to bed. What happens if he had a fever dream where he was like naked in school? You know, I mean, that happens. Yeah, let's not do that. I'm going to have a fever dream where I'm naked in the next GRG staff meeting. And we're going to do live video cams 4K. I'm going to skip that one. And you have to have your VR helmet on. You know, I've never thought anyone could make me hate VR until now. Under the desk cam. Yes, (laughs) it is done. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Good idea. All righty. There we go. Like, great. Now he's happy with himself again. Nah, yeah. Well, hey, Fever Dreams have uh, some purpose now. Gave me a good idea for the next GRG staff me. How can I torture to. staff more? <laughs> You'll be gouging your eyes out that episode or that, that staff meeting. Oh, don't worry. I've already got the knife. Real men use spoons. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'll be a non-real man then. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, I just... Every show seems to want to have a fever dream episode, and it just drives me crazy. It's just the most awful thing, totally unrelated to the story. Just, just don't, don't do this. Please take this out of like your TV show episodes. Like, don't ever do this. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I hate it. I hate it so much. Moving on, gaming and geek news. Oh, we got some updates. Battlefield twenty forty two. Major update came out today. Major, huge update. This is going to change everything. Everything. You know what they added? A scoreboard. Scoreboards. Scoreboards. <laughs> there you go. What do you think? Bringing back the masses? No. <laughs> Just tell you what. Like, how is this not in the fucking game already? How is this not there? Like, how did they not put a scoreboard in there? Okay, there was like a scoreboard, but it wasn't like the scoreboard everyone wanted. And that was the problem. The old scoreboard, it was fine. You end the game. It was fine. I agree. But people are so damn picky about everything, too. It's like, oh, we want this. We want that. It's like, just stop. You're entitled, little brats. Just play the damn game. I am entitled. If you want to make the game you want it, then play the game or make your own goddamn I, game. I, How about that? Just make I'm your own gonna goddamn I'm going to make game. my own game. GRG staff meeting. 3D. <sighs> You're the worst. I don't understand how this wasn't in like the way they have it now. Like it should have been something that was included. But what do I know? They also have talked about some of the issues they're having with some of the maps and what people want. So they were talking about Future maps will be smaller in scale. They also understand that the distances between current maps, the flags in current maps, is just way too big. And I have to agree. Like, it's just to get from, like, point A to point B is, unless you have a vehicle, you're screwed. And we all know how Battlefield players are. If there's a vehicle in there, they're going to get into their uh, Humvee take off solo and leave everybody else behind. They're not going to take their team with you. There's no cover in between those spaces, all this nonsense. So they understand their maps are so huge, not enough to do. And 
they're a train wreck. And this is one of the things I said from the get-go. Like one of the things I did not like about Battlefield 2042, uh, all the others bullshit I didn't care about. I just thought their maps completely sucked. I mean, I mean, Grim, you played Battlefield. What do you think of their maps? And what do you think they can do to fix it? I think their maps are fine. You like their maps? Uh, I mean, they're they are big, and they are. I mean, some of them kind of seem a bit barren. This is true, but it's not that big of a deal to me because it's still a Battlefield game. I think just so many people just they, everyone wanted another Battlefield three, and when they didn't get it, they threw a hissy fit. In reality, all they had to do was give you an an updated Battlefield three or four, and they would have been fine. No, because they would have been they would have bitched. They would have been like, "Well, this isn't new. Well, this is just old stuff redone. This is just old stuff redone." It's like, go back and play Battlefield three and four and be happy and shut the hell up because it's really freaking annoying. You say that, and I have some stats. I have some stats now. I don't know what Steam gaming means with Battlefield because I I know there's a few other options to buy Battlefield on, but on Steam, Battlefield one. Four and five all have more players than Battlefield 2042 on Steam. I believe it. Yeah, Battlefield 2042 had uh, like something like 2,700 online users in the past 24 hours. Hours. Battlefield one had a t- seen a total of 9,800. Battlefield four saw 2,600. Also, well, Battlefield four was less, but Battlefield four is like what a million years old, and five had 26,000 players in the last 24 hour period hmm see and i never played battlefield 5 and i barely played battlefield 1 i mean 1 was all right 5 was just uh, like no you should have just went back to more modern already don't well 1 was neat because it was the world war 1 so it was interesting it was fun 1 1 1 was fun i thought it was the beginning of their downfall like they were still it was still okay but it seemed like they made it call of duty battlefield versus battlefield if that makes sense I think that's the biggest problem is like, so Call of Duty is super successful. Whether I hate it or not, I can admit it's super successful. It always sells like hotcakes and Battlefield, I think, was just trying to use, get a little bit more like it so that they could get some of their, uh, some players. I mean, I get it, but I think that problem with doing that is you also lose your player base of people who are like Battlefield. I mean, you lost your hardcore players and all you got was these run-of-the-mill chumps that do like Call of Duty, not so much Battlefield, and when it wasn't Call of Duty, lo and behold, they all left. Yeah, we played a good bit of Battlefield 1. Um, I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. Um, Battlefield 5, yeah, that was a big miss, but I was talking to my son who's played it like recently before uh, the the fall games came out and he says they completely updated it and changed a lot of things and made it a lot better. Honestly, I I played it the first couple months it came out and never touched it again. So I don't have any sort of reference on that. Also like this is steam numbers. So I don't know. I know they sell battlefield other ways on this is PC numbers too. I said, I meant, um, so I, I know they saw other ways. So I don't know how accurate steam is like, this is just steam numbers. Mm hmm. Obviously, it's somewhat low, and I'm assuming that a lot of PC gamers buy through Steam. I I don't know. I don't have a lot of input on that. I buy through Xbox. 
<laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I have an Xbox. So I don't like, I'm just calling that out. Now, I, I did see on their website, Battlefield 2042 is $30 for PC, 35 for Xbox. And that was the uh, cross gen bundle. I paid $70 for the cross gen bundles. I'm like, oh. so they already sold their, they're selling their game for half off. They know they're in trouble. Yeah. And I mean, they can still turn it around to where they get a relative middle ground for everyone likes it and everyone goes back, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. This is going to be a reoccurring theory, uh, reoccurring thing because uh, our next title is in the same boat. And, you know, they keep talking about, okay, this is our issue. This is what we're going to do to fix it. But they, they haven't fixed it. And the game's been out uh, for how many months now? And we're nowhere near a solution. I mean, like, I understand that they're going to probably work on it and make some changes, but can they pull those players back? You spent all this time, all this money, all this effort creating Battlefield 2042, whole next-gen experience to completely miss the target you're shooting for. Is it worth fixing to try to regain that, or is that just a safe face, or do you think they'll, they'll actually bring players back? I don't know how that would, how that's, how that would work. Well... All I got to say is No Man's Sky went from bottom of the barrel to everyone hated it because of their advertising and everything wasn't accurate to the game that they got. And a lot of people were really pissed. And I mean, their numbers dumped. And I'm pretty sure their reviews were like overwhelmingly negative and they made a huge turnaround and comeback. So it's possible. They got good numbers now. Not the best. They aren't like skyrocketing to new levels or anything, but they still have a good amount of people that play it still and everything. So it's possible to make a turnaround. Yeah. I mean, like, and I'm not one, one of those people that hated battlefield 2042 for whatever reasons. I didn't like the map layouts and stuff like that. That was my biggest issue. So I think they could fix it, but I mean, like it's enough with the talking let's start doing like we've been out for so long and now we we put a scoreboard in. that was their big announcement this time. And, and they're like, Oh, they acknowledge the fact that their maps suck. So they're going to work on those. Well, you can't take another six months before they release a new map. It's gotta be, they gotta start being a little quicker on this stuff. And it falls through with our, with our next title. So halo, halo infinite had an update. They released an update that helped with network stability. They updated the anti cheat system animations and audio in game but that's it they started talking about what their plans are for season two and season three so first off co-op campaign has been pushed back to like later in season two so some point during season two you'll finally get co-op campaign which a lot of people have been asking for forge has been pushed back to season three so who knows whenever that is and that, to me, I think that's vital to this game. Had they released Forge now, they might have been able to limp through the dry content they have because people could have at least created maps and maybe they could have done community maps, playlist. Anyway, so season two is coming May 3rd. So that's when we're going to get <laughs> season two. Who knows when we get actual co-op campaign. That's, that's I guess, I mean, like in the summer sometime. Uh, with season two, we get two whole maps. So try not to be too excited. We get two whole maps. One of them's an arena map. One of them's a big team battle map. That's it. That's it. That's all you're getting. Three new game modes. Uh, Last Spartan Standing, which is a free-for-all version of Elimination. 
uh, Land Grab, which I have no idea what that is, and King of the Hill, which we've all played. If you played Halo, you've played King of the Hill. I scratch my head with this stuff. I mean, is Halo Infinite done? Can Halo recover? I got to ask it. Like, what do you think? I mean, is it? I think it's done. I, I think that's it. It's over. I mean, it didn't cost me anything, but. Um, I reiterate my previous statement. Any game can make a comeback if it's done right. I don't know. Except <laughs> except maybe Halo. I, I gave up Halo a while ago. Mostly because it just, I don't know what it was, but it always got me very frustrated. And I didn't feel like putting a hole through my monitor. So <laughs> I called it quits. And Get good. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's whatever. I mean, I didn't even play the campaign at all. I was in it for the multiplayer. And I was, I was with you. I was hoping Forge would like come a hell of a lot sooner. Because that's what really, I think, makes the multiplayer in that game special. Is the player made maps and game modes and stuff. I was so looking forward to uh, Grim Reaper Gamers Community Night Halo Nights where we play anything from you know your typical Slayer match all the way to goofy games like the the Jenga maps or or the the uh, the sumo wrestling with the the warthogs. They're a lot of fun and and if that's all I had from Halo and we played that like once a month with GRG It'd be a success for me. I'd be totally satisfied. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Once they have forges out and kind of like, maybe not right away, but once it's there's any kinks that it might have or worked out, and it's got maybe a month or two in rotation to get people to get maps made and stuff like that, I'm, I'll re-download Halo. Even if I'm not any good in the community nights, which I know I won't be, I'll still be able to talk a lot of shit, and that'll make me happy. But I think Halo missed by not introducing something new. I know they don't want to do a battle royale, and maybe it wouldn't work. I think it might be interesting. I think like a battlefield experience in Halo might work as well. I don't know, but I I kind of was hoping for something new. It seemed like they wanted to just survive on the old school Halo, the purest Halo, and they just didn't release the content, and now here we are. Well, you got to think, it always made me wonder, it's like, okay, so the humans are always fighting one type of alien or whatnot, and there's, you always assume there's these large-scale, huge battles going on, but it's always just one person that's fighting it all, every single time? Like, why do we not have, I, I don't know, maybe, I think it could work. I think a battle royale could work, because it, it would also kind of give that large-scale battle possibility when you're doing that, like think about just like instead of like doing pitting like humans versus aliens, like it, that's your choice of skins. You get to choose different alien skins, and you just see them like a hundred people going at it in a battle royale, or even like just a you know like a, a battlefield version where it's like all right, one team, team A is Spartans, and team B is you know the aliens, Covenant. Yeah, just, and they're all just you know this team's got those tanks, this team's got the other tanks, you got the the banshees versus I forget what the uh, Spartan stuff is, the wasps, the hornets, whatever they're called. It'd be yeah, fun. I, I don't know. I just was ho- hoping it would come with something new. It didn't, and it, what it came with was very restricted. And 
I don't know. I, I I just don't see how I don't see how these games expect to recapture their player base and their AAA titles. They both let us down. This was basically what I was going to rant about because I'm so annoyed. Because even the next title we have, we had an update on another title. It, it annoys the fuck out of me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like it's just you. They, they sell these new game systems, the PlayStation Fives, the Xbox Series X. And we have shit to play on it. These AAA titles, which should be excelling on these systems, are just disasters. Yeah. And I'm tired of hearing about COVID. I'm tired of hearing about work from home. I'm tired. Get your fucking games working. Don't release this. Stop releasing games that aren't even close to being finished. I mean, before we were used to playing games, we, we get a game and it might need a day one patch to play, which was fine. I get that. Now we're, we're looking at games that are released that don't have any of the features they promised, and they're f- so far out. If they ever come, it's just I'm done. I'm so fed up with this stuff. <sighs> Gonna have an aneurysm. Do you feel better now? No, no, no. Let me go kick the dog, then I'll feel better. Cooper, come here. Come here, Cooper. Uh, <laughs> you need better. to open yourself up to a new genre of games, I think. Um, it's difficult because I like what I like. I like first person shooters and I do like MMOs. I, I know we're going to talk about Eldering later and I just, I don't like to play single player games. I don't know why. I know, I know. But then I have, I'm, I'm, I have issues. I say that, but I absolutely know the multiplayer system in the game would piss you off. And I also have a problem playing uh, through a game co-op and then trying to sync up with someone. So we'll talk about Destiny later, but this is one of the issues some of the guys had was they were playing a co-op campaign with with different people and they'd have to wait for somebody to get online to to continue. And like, uh, I mean, maybe the first night it all syncs up, but then after that, like it gets to be a pain in the ass. And then this guy's got three characters all different points of the story and he's kind of stuck waiting for three other people to show up online. And it's just a headache for me. I just want to get the shit done myself. Like, and I'll, I'll end game grind with people, grind with people, but you know, I'll grind with anybody. I like grinding. Yeah. Grind, grind, grind. Okay. I don't mind grinding. I play games that grind like this. Elden ring grinds. My, other favorite, super favorite game, Monster Hunter. Major grind to the game. I do not mind grinding if it feels like there's a reward to it. Destiny never felt like it really had a reward to all the grinding in it. Well, we'll get into Destiny in a minute, but I can I can see the past, but yeah, I get it. Like I play Elder Scrolls Online, and my one character has fully kitted out gear for PvP. Like he's S tier class and S tier gear and skills and. You know, I, I spent the time, put the effort in, and learned how to play it. And would, you know, I get that. I get where you you, you grind for the stuff, and there's reward. But let's we'll, we'll get that with Destiny later. Uh, my my other title I want to bitch about or talk about or talk about their update, Call of Duty, your favorite title in the world. This is like head scratching to me. Like this is I do not understand what they were doing with this. Uh, they announced. New Cold War Call of Duty content. So Cold War was a title that came out like, what, two years ago? So you had Vanguard, and then Cold War was before that. Mm-hmm. 
they they released a new map, which is WMD, which is apparently a um, remaster map. Which, <laughs> yeah. From Black Ops One, which I don't know oh, which one it is, fuck. I'd have to probably play it. I probably, I'd probably, know, I know which one it is, but I have to play it to understand. I haven't played it. I do not have Cold War multiplayer installed on my Xbox anymore. But yeah, so they they put a new map in, remastered map, and they added a new gun to Cold War, which apparently is a beast in uh, Warzone, and it's the Vargo Fifty Two, and it looks like an AK Forty Seven style gun. I don't know they. They get all. They all look so similar after a while. Uh, I, I, I. Why? Why are you releasing content for past Call of Duties? You know. Actually, I do know why. Vanguard was uh, a big miss with people. They don't want to buy stuff off the cash shop because they think the shit's ugly, which they are correct. And they like Cold War better, and the shit sells on the cash shop more. So that's why they did it. So I do. I, I just answered my own question. Regardless, I unlocked. I, I unlocked a new gun. I did it in zombies. You can do it in multiplayer zombies. I did it in zombies. It took me about an hour. Uh, the only issue I have now is trying to level this gun up. I do not have Cold War multiplayer installed, nor will I install it again. I was looking forward to doing it in Caldera Clash, which is the big TDM in Warzone. Like it's this little the side game mode unfortunately they took it out and i can't level it up so oh well oh fucking well also there was a vanguard warzone update and they decided to give players an extra 50 health to combat the super fast time to kill in vanguard royale which is absolutely ridiculous i've played a few rounds of vanguard royale where you just get instant deleted, like immediately. There's nothing you can you can do. Like you run to an enemy team, you don't see them. They start shooting first. You're dead, dead, gone. That's it. You can't turn. You can't do. You, you can't even see where they're shooting you from. You're just dead. So they add that extra fifty health. I played again last night. I guess it helps a little bit, but the time they kill is just way too fast in that game. And then they also added, re-added. The ability to buy UAVs from the buy stations. They took it out of Vanguard Royale for a little bit, which was nice. You didn't have to worry about running Ghost as a perk. Now they put them back in. They were supposed to be $9,000, but we checked last night. It said $6,000. So I'm kind of confused. I don't. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I just, you know, I really, I'm not surprised. And that's what I'm saying. Like the state of these games this is a AAA title. This is the biggest game on the market right now, Warzone. Like it is huge. How is the patch note saying 9,000? Why in game is it 6,000? Like, what the fuck? It's called, dude. I already know it's trash, so don't ask me. How these AAA titles, how how, how are they so bad? They lost sight, dude. They just don't care. You're just going to buy the shit. I think that's what it is. They know they've gotten so big that they can just slap stick something together and know people will buy it. Yeah, it's just, I'm telling you, these three titles alone have just, well, these three titles have forced me to buy the next game on our list for tonight, and that is Destiny, Witch Queen, uh, the expansion, and I'll give you a quick review from a non-Destiny fanboy. So I bought the the base version, 
and decided to go through, play solo, did the campaign solo because I kind of wanted just to pay attention to it and, and run it at my own pace. Now, I got to tell you what. So the campaign, we always bitch and moan about Destiny's campaign. This one was actually very, very good. It was excellent. Best story, best campaign for Destiny so far. Very well written. The, the missions were a lot of fun. They introduce a lot of neat puzzles into the campaign. So you're playing through like a level and you have to do these like raid style puzzles to continue and move forward. Um, they introduced that into the uh, the campaign. So it, it was very, very well done. No filler missions, no extra bullshit you had to do. It wasn't too long. It took me like two nights to finish or so, two gaming sessions. I don't know. But then there's a ton of stuff to do afterwards, a ton of side quests that continue the story, all different things going on. I really enjoyed this one exotic weapon quest that involved the Awoken Queen, which I have the hots for. She is smoking hot for a video game character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to judge. There's yeah. Hey. Several for me, too, so I'm not going to judge. That one was very well done. A lot of the people played through the the uh, legendary campaign. They they ran co op sessions. A lot of the guys from TRG, which was nice because it got them a huge bump in the uh, light level grind. Uh, when you finish the campaign on legendary, it gives you a full set of fifteen twenty gear. So you're already like way ahead of the curve if you play just standard. I forget what I was, but I think I was like twenty points or so behind. Whatever, I don't really care. I wanted to play at a normal pace and enjoy the game and, and run through it solo. But you don't like doing things solo. Um, I like playing through the campaign solo. But I like playing... The, the campaign's only... This campaign was, I don't know, it was 10 hours maybe or whatever. I don't know. After that, you, you start grinding and doing all the other stuff. Then it becomes a social thing. Hmm. Which I like to do. And and there's a ton of stuff to do. I mean, obviously, you have like the gear grinding to get to, I, I think, the 1550s, the light, plus whatever the pinnacle system is. I really, you need Valiant to answer that. I don't know these things. Uh, there's planetary uh, reputation to, to earn. And the one new area you're in, the, the more reputation you get, the higher level you get in that, you can do more things in the world. So it's something to work towards. There's this new Wellspring event, which is a six-player co-op activity. Attack or defend these positions from enemies, um, and it changes daily. So it's an attack one day, next day defend, um, and it rewards you with armor and weapons. And there's weapon crafting and weapon weapon leveling. So now you can craft your own guns in this game. Uh, there's certain patterns you can unlock. And how you unlock a, a weapon pattern is you have to get a gun. I think you have to get this gun twice with this deep sight resonance that you'll have to use for so long and unlocks this deep sight resonance. You extract it. You have to do this twice for this gun. And then the next time or sometime later, it'll unlock the pattern for you. So then you can craft a gun. When you craft a gun, you can start leveling it up like one through like 20 or whatever it is. And as you progress through that leveling system, it will unlock more traits for the gun. So uh, you can craft whatever gun you want. You can 
reshape a gun that you crafted. Oh, it's a whole new system to it. So it's it's definitely becoming more of an MMO in a traditional sense where you got now they introduced the crafting system. I'm assuming armor is coming next. Lots of things to do. It almost sounds like some of the weapon crafting they have in Better Destiny called Warframe. Yes. Because <laughs> Warframe actually has, although the Warframe's weapon craft, crafting, when I last played it, it's actually been several years since I played it, but when it was there, it was like you take weapon parts for a melee weapon and build it how you want and kind of buff it the way you want. So it sounds a bit similar. I, I mean, I don't truly understand Destiny since I haven't played it since, but it sounds intriguing at least. Yeah, well, that's that's very similar to what they did. And they also added a new weapon, this glaive, which is like a giant polearm type of weapon. You mean a glaive? A glaive. I've never <laughs> heard of a glaive or a polearms. Like, if isn't if that you a don't glaive? know what a glaive is, go Google it. There will be a thousand pictures. Yeah. Well, isn't that a polearm? Like, I play Dungeons & Dragons. That's a polearm, isn't it? Same. Yeah, thing. it's a polearm with a long, a longer than standard spear blade. Oh. Uh, so they have those now, and but it's they are a, a melee and a ranged weapon at the same time. It, they're very unique. I actually like mine a lot. As you level it, you can obviously change perks and different things around, so you can tailor it to what you want. So I have mine that it shoots very fast, and I can reload very, very fast. So I, because I use mine constantly, and I want that quick reload. I like that quick reload, and I was able to craft it and make it that way. So it's extra special. All right. The game itself, like for Destiny, for an expansion, I'm going to tell you what. This is a great expansion, especially for like existing and returning players. As far as like onboarding new players, I'm not quite sure how that works. Honestly, with the way they've taken things in and out of the game, I'm not even sure how they can even somewhat follow the story. I mean, I barely follow the story, but I can't imagine a new player following the story. The only thing I can say to new players is just grind through it, get to the end game so you can play with others and have a good time. It's got to be a terrible experience for a new player to come through as at Witch Queen and start as a fresh player. PvP, other disappointment in this game. They have not added a new map in years, and this expansion doesn't have any new PvP maps. So this is the same shit we've been playing for for a while now. I think the last new map they added was like two years ago. Like they obviously just said, fuck it. No one really likes PvP. We're not gonna waste our resources on it. You got what you got, and that's it. And that's where we're at with this. Good. I mean, oh no. <laughs> Good. No PvP. How sad. Well, I like PvP, and I thought Destiny PvP was good. I, I used to enjoy Destiny PvP. I used to enjoy Iron Banner weeks. But the population obviously doesn't, because they got rid of skill-based matchmaking, because there's not enough people to play Destiny Crucible that would warrant any sort of skill-based matchmaking. <laughs> they just don't have the ability to do that. A- after I got my guy up, finished the campaign, I started grinding for light. You, have, you can earn... Powerful and pinnacle engrams to boost your light level up, to boost your armor up. I'm playing some Crucible. I played one match that was close. And probably the 15 other matches, it was pure ass whoopings. And my team got thumped. Not even by like 20 points, by half. They got 200. We had 100. It was a pants down, 
ass banking. It was brutal. And it makes no sense. It's so unbalanced. I think they can't balance PvP with all the special abilities and all the weapon perks that they just said, fuck it. Just it is what it is. Screw it. We ain't touching it. Because I'd face like titans that would throw up shield walls all the time. They'd walk through their shield walls. They have an overshield. So now I'm fighting a guy that has a wall in front of him that I can't shoot through. Then he's got a fucking overshield. And then I'm supposed to kill this guy. I'm like, I could outshoot this guy all fucking day long, but I can't shoot through four different shields. <sighs> so yeah, PvP sucks. <laughs> Onboarding new players sucks in it. Which version you should buy sucks in it because that's the other issue. You don't know which version. So, you, 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 so Grim, you've played Destiny before. And I don't know where you left off at. So you might be missing the whole dark energy stuff. Did you ever get the dark? Like you never got your dark energy for your no. character. Okay. So I did like the first mission when they started. What was it? New Light. Okay. And I stopped playing and just never played again. Okay, but so you you at least own it, so you'd be able to have access to it. Yeah, it's just, but if you were to buy it now, and if you didn't have that, if you returned and you didn't play that new light, you'd have to buy a specific version. You'd have to buy, there's so many different things. Even now, I bought the standard edition, and there's stuff I can't do. There's like stuff that's locked behind a paywall of like a dungeon that I can't do because it's Destiny or Bungie's 30th anniversary edition. I didn't buy that one. It's an extra $25. I can spend an extra $25 to get it to include a dungeon and an, a, an exotic weapon that I don't have access to. I mean, like, <laughs> so I don't like this is the bullshit that I can't stand. So this, they, they, they have an in-game shop to cash in. They have all these different versions to fuck you over stuff hidden behind a paywall. Yeah. I think this is, that's the worst part of destiny was just the different versions like just include previous stuff in the game. Just include a base version if you want to include a legendary version to give people extra skins and and an extra scooter to fly around on. Fine, but <laughs> you shouldn't lock stuff behind like paywalls. I don't. I thought we we're past this with gaming. No, no, no. That that's wrong. the new game. New game meta. Charge as much as they possibly can and go give them as little as possible. They have so many different tiers. You just don't know what to do and whatever. It is what it is. I mean, regardless, I am enjoying my time with Destiny right now. Like I said, the campaign, the story missions, the side quests are all very well done. The raid is supposed to be the best raid ever. I watched some of it and it looks insane. I don't know how I'll ever be able to do it, but yeah. So it's it's good. For 40 bucks, it's, it's worth the entry. I mean, is what it is. All right. Moving along. We got one more review. Elden Ring, this little game, Elden Ring, which the most notable thing I've seen from it is the the one character that wears like the gimp mask. I always see the one picture of the guy. He's got like a, a mask. It looks like <laughs> the a prisoner. Is that what it is? It is I'm yeah. like, this is, this is a GRG class if there is one. This guy's wearing a gimp mask. So you're playing this, right, Solus? Oh, yeah. A lot, actually. <laughs> I've logged <laughs> 65 hours now since it came out. Just a couple, huh? Yeah, just a few. So what do you think of the uh, the campaign so far? Uh, okay. So here's one of the lesser things I don't like. A lot of it is kind of like 
lore base and you find people in the world that kind of talk or things like that. But I mean, it's interesting. Essentially, you're what's called a tarnished and you go into this world and you are going after this thing called the Elden Ring, which will make you, I'm not exactly sure, either like all powerful or like the king or something, which is kind of my fault because maybe I didn't pay enough attention, but it feels like it's got an early Destiny 2-ish style scheme of storytelling. Have you finished the campaign at 65 oh, hours? Or? No. no. You're 65 hours in and you're not even like near. Wow. I don't have any idea. All I know is that I've only explored about three quarters of the top world of the map. And there's still an underworld or underground part of the map that's, I think, at least half the size of the top world, if not three quarters the size. Uh, there's a lot to explore. It is a freaking huge map. But it's not It's not one of those that's like, it's so huge and you just go through long, bearing, barren streaks of nothing happening. No, there's enemies all around the damn corner. Everywhere. Everything wants to kill you. Except the sheep. The rams the want sheep. to kill you. The ribs. <laughs> if it's got horns, it wants to kill you. If it's white and fluffy and doesn't have horns, you you can kill it and you'll be fine. Now, how many classes do you have in the game, or and, and like, uh, or any OP, or can you like mix and match? Or so, when you start the game, there is shit eight classes, I believe it was. I could Google it, but I'm too lazy. But I'm pretty sure it's eight classes. A lot of the main ones that people go with are. The Astrologer, which is like a mage-based class. Uh, the Samurai, melee-based, has a katana, so everyone's in love with the katana and everything. Uh, your favorite, the Prisoner. Yes. They're uh, they're kind of a spellcasty type class with melee, so they're like a kind of a battle mage. Uh, then there's the Wretch, which you start off with a club and nothing else. No clothes, except your undergarments no levels because like when you choose one of the other starter levels they kind of give you that sounds like levels. the cold front craig uh character like <laughs> it's exactly. club and you know unga booga that's exactly what it is he's in a cave yeah <laughs> uh, he's on the garments you know he sits around his house as boxers all day so that's the thing they give you classes to start out but really you have the freedom to Mold your character however you want, because you can lo- you can level up as high as it takes to get every stat to ninety nine. So in the end, you'd be able to use any spell, any weapon, anything you wanted. Those classes are really just kind of like a this is kind of want to go what I want to go for. So I'm going to start with this class to work that way. And if I want to change it later, you can either respec your skills or just keep leveling up until you've got enough in that particular skill to use the weapon. Because it's got the standard dexterity, strength, endurance, intelligence stuff. And then they've also got a thing called faith, which is based on like faith magic. Anything that's like holy, unholy style magic. Arcane is, it's more of like your uh, ability to get items and find things off of people. Like your luck stat, I guess you'd say. Your vigor is your health. And mind is more your mana pool. Helps for magic and stuff like that. How does the uh, the game look? Is it graphic wise? Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Holy shit! It, it's not like okay. What would you call it? Photorealistic, like 
pristine, but god damn, it is a very beautiful game. It is very impressive how big it is and how great it looks. Now, this is an action role-playing game, right? Like, this is... What's this similar to? Like, I mean, obviously, it's similar to Dark Souls and Bloodborne because that's from software made them, and that's what it's meant to be like. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's an RPG. It's an open-world RPG, uh, but hard. Very, very frustrating and hard. Better than Skyrim? or <sighs> See, I'm trying to think. I never played Skyrim. Because while they're both open worlds, they're still kind of different games. Mm-hmm. Different style of games. Skyrim's meant to be more... Well, compared to this, Skyrim is a hell of a lot more laid back, and you just follow the story and go on the side quests and everything. And this one has like its main story and a couple of side quests, but it's not like riddled with quests everywhere. It's one of those, like, we're going to take a character, throw him in the world, figure shit out. Have fun. <laughs> it is not a hand-holding game. You were telling me about the, I think the last episode about the co-op, and it's just platform-specific co-op? Yes, they don't have cross-play. That's a shame. Yeah, it does suck. I think they have cross-generation play? Yeah, I think that's what they have, because I remember, I think that's what it was. It was like, if you had an Xbox, an Xbox Series X, you could play each other with each yeah. other. Yeah, I know this was a title that we joke, but Balak was playing um, Horizon Forward West? or <laughs> and then he Horizon Forbidden the, West. Forbidden West, which he loved. He was raving about. Great game, blah, blah, blah. And then Elder Ring came out. And he's like, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he said fuck this game. But yeah, from the sound of it, well, he's he, really enjoying it. He tossed it to the side and he's playing. He's... He's one. He's not one to play like multiple games or crack open that while to play a new game. And mm-hmm. he, he is what he is. <laughs> now, how the boss stages? I know like there were some issues. I, I think I read that like some like fifty percent of the uh, players haven't even beaten the first boss. Or have okay, you come across so, bosses? Or oh yeah, I've beaten several bosses. Granted, I've beaten them with the help of friends, but I've beaten them. And when, okay, so the bosses are hard, very, very hard, They but they do have specific movesets. So once you can learn movesets, learn to dodge, stuff like that, it make it does make it easier. You get better and better. It's one of those of trial and error and learning from your mistakes and getting better. Hmm. So yes, a lot of people have not beaten the first boss because the first boss is an asshole. <laughs> he, will, he, he is hard. Like I said, I only beat him with the help of my friends. You sucky, that's why. You can't play Halo, you can't play I'm this. I'm still enjoying myself, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the uh, But that's the thing. It's not just the first boss. All kinds of bosses, like 90% of the bosses in here, will beat the ever-living hell out of you until you learn their movesets and get better and better. It's just how these style of games that From Software makes, it's just how they are. They just... They unforgiving. Make unforgiving games. Very unforgiving. Well, the bosses should be challenging. Like, it's, you shouldn't be able to just walk in and thump it. Like, I know, like, when you play Destiny, you play, like, the strikes, the basic dungeons, and you get all through it. And, like, you can basically almost one-shot the end bosses of a strike. And it kind of sucks now. Like, they never ramped up the difficulty. So, I mean, it, I know it's just now you, you just burn through them to get your whatever, your gear. 
but you should be able to get into a game and fight the boss and make it somewhat of a challenge. Yeah, and it, I mean, and that was the thing is, uh, Romac, he wrote up like a little thing because he could, he wanted, he wanted to do it, but he couldn't because he's got you know a real life, unlike the rest of us, so yes, he couldn't make it. But he's life. he's in light in line with me. He's he loves the combat because it's a major challenge, and he thinks it's rewarding to beat him and to explore. I mean, he loves it. So how many players can you play with co-op? So in co-op, it is, you can have two other friends join you. And then this is where the fun starts. Once a friend joins you, you have then opened yourself up for invasion. And invasion is just someone out there that decides to put a sign on the ground and it randomly selects that person to join your game and come and try and beat the shit out of you. Like a random person? Like just a like random, random person, person? Just a, just, well, just a random player that wants oh. to do some PvP. And as long as you have one other person in your game, they can join. They can just randomly pop in. You can be in the middle of like a world boss fight. And there's differences between the bosses. I'll talk about it in a second. But essentially, you're just you're fighting a big boss. This guy comes in, smacks the shit out of you, and then the boss stomps on you, and you're dead. And you lose everything. Oh, jeez. And it has happened. Well, I've had people join in a couple of times while we were fighting major people. And we're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Right now is when you decide you want to come in and beat the hell out of us. It's the worst timing ever. That sucks. <laughs> but it can be very frustrating, but it is still very fun. It can be uh, annoying, too, because the multiplayer aspect is not normal to say. Wow, what's different? So it's like Romac was saying, it's not user-friendly. It's designed to help when people are stuck in like a boss fight. Like me and my friend, we do open world, like, because the boss fights are kind of like instant space, and then the rest of the world is just kind of its own thing. And so the world's so big, you get a horse to travel around and get to places easily. When you're a multiplayer, you don't get your horse, horses when you're in co op. So some people don't like that because they feel like it takes too long to get places, but I really don't care because there's still enemies all over the place. Some people are just single track minds, so they're like, well, I want to do this. So they go one place and they just avoid everything while me and my buddy usually just fight anything that comes at us. So that's one of those things that can be on the bad side, but eh. yeah, I don't know why they don't make a game like that. Just straight up like co-op, like just straight make it easy. Uh, so yeah. Like so how this, so how it works is you get this thing and you put a symbol on the ground and then your other friend that wants to wants to call you into your game, you throw up like this. It's called a for calling remedy. And it essentially like, you'll be able to see their sign on the ground in your world and you select it and it summons them to your world. And they stay in your world until either they leave or you beat a major boss and then they'll go away and then you can just resummon them. But that's where I think you would have been frustrated with it. Cause you're like, why the fuck can't they just stay in my game? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just how from software does their multiplayer. So Lame. I don't, now, does that progress their storyline, or is it just it just helps your storyline? It just helps the person they're joining. So, if you beat a boss in theirs, you still have to beat it in yours. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that would frustrate. Like straight up co op shit. Like let's no, fuck around with this stuff. It's fine. No, it's because it's fun. It is fun for me. Maybe not for, for you, you, but it's fun. It is fun for me. Well, it's fun for I me. I don't like Romac and Balak and. 
uh, a million other people. A hell of a lot of people. Actually, it's actually surprising because like I tried Dark Souls 3. I didn't really like it, but I think it's because I didn't have any friends really that wanted to help introduce me to the game. I think I would have liked it if I got introduced and understood it. This one, I had several friends that were like, hey, join us. We'll help you. And then it just like took off from there. And now I'm like, holy shit, because it's it makes me think of Monster Hunter because in Monster Hunter, you had to fight the monsters, learn their moves, get better and better, get better gear, go back and fight them again. Same thing here. Learn their Sounds moves. Sounds like destiny. Get better. No, stop it. <laughs> Die. You can't. No, I hate you. So um, you're saying this is if you're into RPGs, actually action RPGs must buy. Absolutely. Oh, I say it's a must buy, but really there's still a lot of people that would probably get introduced to it and get very frustrated. I'll put it this way. I think it's a must buy. And if you have problems and you're on PC, message me and I will absolutely help you. And I guarantee you that Romac and Bamboo Panda and Balak will all help you on their respective consoles if you hit them up, if you decide to get the game. It is a lot of fun, but it can take someone helping you understand what's going on to enjoy it. There you have it. Oh, yeah. Two reviews in one episode. That's insane. Like a professional podcast. No, stop it. You're, you're going right, to get like, views. <laughs> <laughs> we're like a wannabe podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. Up next, we got our TV and movies. We'll bang these out real quick. Uh, up first, we have The Boys Animated Show. And I started watching the first episode. I was assuming this would be like, uh, we were talking about this earlier before the show. I said it was going to be like Invincible, where it was an actual, like it was animated, but it was an actual story, progressed the story or did something with the story. Um, the first episode I watched, no, no. It was Take the Boys and they're like um, in Voight Industries Labs and uh, turn it into a Looney Tunes cartoon. It was very strange, not anything I was interested in, and I lasted maybe 15 minutes before I just had enough and and shut it off, which was disappointing. I was hoping it would be like an invincible cartoon where it was actually a true story. Blood, gore, and action. Yeah, I just, I couldn't do it, and I just, I'm not interested. I moved on from it. Yeah, that doesn't sound good to me either so i don't blame i'll I'll wait till the boys season three comes out and be satisfied there all right also we have a uh a new walking dead spinoff coming off and i think it's called wait it's not what's called dead island i i didn't write the name down but it's with negan and uh um oh for fuck's sake what's the chick's name um i'm about to look this up negan and uh, spin off. I'll have to edit this out later. No, you got to keep it in. Let them all. I'm know keeping it in. Let them see. Negan, what the Maggie? Oh my fucking word, Maggie. <laughs> Negan, Maggie. It, Isle of the Dead. So it's not Dead Island. It's Island of the Dead. Isle of the Dead. Oh, I don't know why we're still fucking around with Walking Dead. They haven't known how to make this show good in forever. I'm suffering through the last of the original walking dead to see how they wrap it up because the comic book was so amazing 
I don't know why they would have Negan and Maggie together. Like, this makes no sense to me. Negan only bashed Maggie's husband's head in with a baseball bat to his pulp. You'd think they'd have some issues that they wouldn't want to be together with, you know. I, you think this might cause a, a little little bit of tension. <laughs> that was just the, the signature for their divorce. That was all. Uh, just like, I don't know how they do this. Uh, plus, I don't like how they, they made Negan. I guess it was the same with the comics as well. Like, Negan was basically the ultimate bad guy in the show. And he was fascinating in the comics and the TV show. He was great. But then once his storyline was over, they started doing a redemption arc for him. And it's like, no, no. He's literally had sex slaves. He had slaves in his his place that he had, you know, like, no, he's not redeemable. Sorry. Like, no, just let him be bad, kill him and move on. Like, it just seems contrived to have him have redemption. I don't know. That's just me. I would have shot him. Regardless, I mean, the actor is great, and I'll, I'll probably be stupid enough to watch it. Other news, God of War, Sony is trying to talk Amazon into uh, producing a God of War TV show. And that's about all the news we have for that. I will say about God of War, my kid has a PS5 now, my oldest. He just got the God of War when he has the, God of War has the, uh, boy the kid and he says that is literally the best game he has ever played bar none he raves about it so he's excited for this i don't know how they would make it to a tv show but i don't know anything about god of war i mean god of war has a pretty at least the first couple are the only ones i played but they have a pretty linear story so it could work if it's done Mm -hmm. well have you played the one with the when he has the boy? Like he's got the beard. The God of War guy has a beard and <laughs> Kratos. I don't know the, the episode. I don't know which version that is. God of War four. It's the fourth or whatever. one. It's God of okay. War four. Uh, yeah, I haven't played it, but they did port it to PC, and so I might at some point. He bought it for like ten, twenty bucks off of Sony PlayStation on Live or whatever they have. I don't. I'm so clueless with PlayStation. um and and in life in general i'm clueless um he i'm telling you like he texts me every night like this is the best fucking game ever he's he's like his biggest complaint about the game is knowing that's going to end i'm telling you that's it like that's it like he's like i don't want this game to end that's Uh, how good it is god of war has always been as far as i know a very successful like just series of games. Like mm-hmm. I like the first one. I like the second one. Never got a chance to play the third one. And now I could play the fourth one. Just haven't done it yet, but it's always done well. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. It'd be interesting to see if they're able to um, get that from video game to TV show. If that would work. Maybe. I have one on here for TV show that I just started watching. So Apple TV and it's called Severance. And this one, boy, this is this is a, a weird show, and it's really got me captivated, um, at least so far. And the premise behind this is uh, you you go work for this company, and while you're working for them, you they they put a they put a chip in your brain that turns your work self and your 
outside self to two separate people. So like as soon as you go into work, you forget all your memories, everything about your past, blah, blah, blah. And while you work, you do your thing. And then when you go leave work, you get your memories back and you don't remember what happened at work. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So like a person is basically two people at this point because of their work. They call them the innies and the outies, like the inside of the working and then the outside. And you don't really see too much of the outside world. I mean, obviously, this is like in the near future, except for the main character. You see him a little bit on the outside, uh, but you see uh, everybody's jobs on the inside. And it, and it's so fucking weird inside. Like, you don't, they're not even doing like real work. I don't even understand what's going on. It reminds me <laughs> of the show, uh, The Prisoner. It's just really kind of wacky. Like, it's it's out there. Um, it's it's. I think it's written and produced by Ben Stiller, the comedian. So it's. Hmm. That's interesting. It's it's definitely uh, different. Um, so the first episode, this girl comes in and she wakes up on the table. She's in like the workplace. She wakes up on the table and no idea what's going on. And, and they interview her. They bring her in. She is now, she's a, a new employee, like new employee. So she has no memories of the past world. She has no idea how she got there. And she's trying to, I guess, adapt to the work style and she has no recollection of the outside because she's got this implant in her blocks everything she winds up hating it and like is trying to leave trying to quit and then she she quits she walks out the door and then the next thing that she remembers she's coming back in because her outside self wants her to work this place and won't let her quit <laughs> it's like oh that's kind of fucked up then i started thinking like so if you're the if you're the any, your entire life is just work. Like say, like your only conscious is like arriving to work. You step foot into your job, and then you leave your job. That's that's your life. And then the next thing you know, you, you're in your job, and then you're you don't even get to sleep. You don't get to do anything. Like that's that's it. Do I at least get to make shitloads of money? It does nothing for you because you don't see the outside life. Well, your outside person sees the outside life, and they just know they have shit tons of money now, so they get to go party. And have I fun guess, and like, it's it's crazy. It's totally, totally crazy. Um, yeah, I just I'm fascinated by this, fascinated by this show, and yeah, so far I, I think it's like three or four episodes, and it's it's different. It's it's interesting. If you like odd shows, I would recommend this. It's uh, Severance on Apple TV. Finally, the new Batman movie is out, and I have not had a chance to see this yet. I'm actually waiting until my kid comes home from, uh, he's off next week for spring break, and we're going to take off during the week to go see it and watch it. Uh, I'm very excited for this show, uh, movie. Three hours long, a little bit long, but I, I hear great reviews on it. They say it probably could probably be about two and a half. It'd be proper for it, but whatever. Are you going to go see this one? Not in theaters, no. No. I'm going to wait until it comes to digital. This is the first movie I'll see in the theater in probably a few years. I haven't seen a movie in, in the movies at the theaters in four or five years. I don't know. It's been a while. I watch everything at home, but I'm kind of interested. I want. I really want to see this one. I just kind of want to 
go. In fact, you know, the uh, the new the movie theater by my house, they redid the whole thing during the COVID. So they have all these crazy theaters. I don't even know which fucking theater to pick to buy the tickets for. <laughs> you have IMAX. You have uh, it's a Regal. So you have RPX, which is supposed to be really nice. Then you have this thing called 4DX, which like the chairs move, wind goes on, all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I just want to watch don't a movie. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do 4DX. No, I'm not doing that. I just want to watch a movie. I want to watch a movie with good sound, good quality pictures. I want like the bass booming and shit like that. So I'm probably just pick like this RPX. It's just like, it seems like a safe middle of the road wind. Who wants the fucking wind? Like, that's all you need. Like a guy's farting and you have like this fart smell come in. <laughs> I don't think he goes that extreme. They should do that. I would do that. That's just you sh- letting one rip in the <laughs> uh, theater. Let one fire one off. I don't know. So I'm I'm really excited for this one. I don't know why. Uh, like I said, like I don't. I'm not a crazy superhero person, and it's been forever since I seen the movie. The last time I went to see a movie, I was so pissed off because people around me wouldn't shut the fuck up. You had people on their cell phones going. It was so goddamn annoying. I'm like, I just, I'll just rather watch it at home. I have a big giant screen TV. I have surround sound. I, it's just, I'm happier at home. I, all I got to do is kick the dog and make some popcorn. But I figure this one, we're going to go during the day. So it's not so crowded and whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go see it. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see it. I just I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. People and all that, fuck that. Yes, well, I need to get out of my house. I live like a hermit. I get out of the house every single day, so I don't need to. I stay in my house every single day, so I have to. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all right, anything else? Not that I can think of. It was a little bit long. I thought this was going to be a short one, and same. That was going to be a 45, and it, we had two reviews. So what are you going to do? That's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. Thank you, Solus, for uh, being on. Yep, no problem. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spelled a D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on.